I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Style over substance, episode eleven. Now we're back to our usual scheduling format for the episode. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed our sort of ten for ten. Um, that was fun. I quite enjoyed that. Mm, it was a good one. Maybe we should do one for number twenty. Not yeah. the same thing, but just something different. Just like a mix-up. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But for now, hmm. after we share our fashion stories, it's back to our story time with <laughs> Mim taking the helm. So I'm excited for that. Yep. How are you, Mim? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. I've just been, um, today, just been hibernating in the house, really. It's a bit miserable outside. Mm. Summer is officially, officially done. Summer is um, over. Winter mm. is coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm kind of looking forward to this year being over. I'm really praying that next year is a lot better. <laughs> I think we're still going to be having a lot of this next year. Mm. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah. Let's, let's not think not, about that. Let's not worry about that. Things we yeah. can't handle. Um, I know. Yeah. What's been going on with you? And not much. I've just been just been trying to make my room of my flat just a little bit more oh, homely. Yeah. Get it. Get it a bit nicer. Got some mm. IKEA stuff arriving tomorrow, and just yeah, I'm like in full like nesting mode without. Yeah, I, I love <laughs> I love all of that like nesting stuff. I'm like massively into making my house as comfortable as possible. I think it's yeah. so important. Yeah, it definitely is. And also because at the moment I'm lacking a little bit of storage, um, mm. which will obviously be fixed with all my IKEA needs tomorrow. Um, I hope anyway. Like my room ends up being really messy really quickly. Yeah. Because there's not a place for everything. Yeah. Um, and so I'm hoping that will be resolved tomorrow. But I'm actually really excited because I take pride in how well I assemble IKEA furniture. So oh, yeah. a really good day. Yeah. Okay. What did you get exactly? <laughs> I mean, they're really basic, easy things to assemble. Um, I've got a bookcase. Okay. Um, because basically I did like a silly thing where I turned my actual functional bookcase with all my books on and into like a sort of like alcohol display unit. Oh, like a, like a bar. <laughs> my bottles of like gin. Yeah. It's like a bar with like my bottles of gin, like some tonics, like different things like that. Okay. And some like some nice glasses. Um, 
and then had no place for my books so the books now have a home okay and then it's also got like two nifty compartments where you can hide like the crap that belongs nowhere um and then just getting a bigger chest of drawers for my room because Mm, I have a makeup and skincare problem um (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah I need more storage for those things I just have a lot of a lot of things really yeah I'm a collector yeah not a hoarder I hope not a hoarder a collector yeah I like all the things I have they all serve a purpose for me okay okay I was about to ask you do you know what the definition of a hoarder and a collector is (laughs) let's not conflate the two (laughs) definitely definitely um have we introduced the show I, I've, yeah. I've said I've said it's style over substance, but now is the time where we have to shamelessly plug the show. Mm-hmm. Um, give us a follow on Instagram. You know you want to. It's style over substance pod. <laughs> give us an email, style over substance p at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you think you've got some good stories for us or you want to hear them. Yeah, please. I'd love to read out some other people's stories and oh stop dwelling on my past career traumas. I know because some of them are great but then some things when you relive them you're a bit like oh my gosh I know (laughs) that was not a great time so this week Scarlett what is your fashion story right so I think I saw this this morning um, Mm -hmm. on Instagram and that is that Nike have announced that they're doing maternity wear for the oh. first time and I'm telling you now it makes sense I'm shocked they haven't done it sooner yeah like yeah. what where have preg- where <laughs> where do you go if you're w- expecting and you also want to exercise which mm. lots of people do when you're allowed to do and all of that stuff mm. yeah do you guys like lululemon do I don't they some? don't do maternity normally people just size up and like obviously a lot of like lycra is stretching yeah. and stuff like that I think like ASOS might do it's I don't know but okay. I would think sense. yeah I would have thought maybe the leggings have ed like extra or added support around the yeah. belly yeah so it doesn't jingle so much I don't know well, and also so you don't pregnant. ruin your leggings for when you're not pregnant mm, yeah what else obviously decent sports bras yeah um I just think stuff with room in you know yeah um but the the one thing I will say is both my sister-in-laws have um well not both of them have given birth so they've both been pregnant oh okay um, baby is too soon Woo-hoo. um but I know that that like people don't want to buy loads of stuff when they're pregnant um mm. that's the only thing I will say but I guess if you have like one or two good items that might see you through um, yeah but, but yeah. then it's like although you're not pregnant for a massive amount of time you know I think that it's something that people will definitely still buy into maybe they'll buy more than they'll need because they'll just be excited to buy into all of that stuff I think it's definitely a market for that definitely and also leggings are comfortable sort of things and people wear athleisure all Mm -hmm. the time and let's be honest regular leggings don't cut it as trousers they're see-through they don't 
Like, yeah. if you're listening and you still think that's okay, and, <laughs> but you're, and you've bought it depends them from, on the like, quality. Yeah, but most people buy them from the high street. No one's going to spend, like, I don't know, just not, just do the mirror check. Just bend over, do the mirror check, get your friend to, like, have a look. Because yeah. um, I see girls at my gym, and they're just wearing, like, bog-standard leggings down the gym and like they'll really? walk out of the class and I could see a the color of like that their black pants underneath oh my god I thought everyone sheer. was into Gymshark like you know, no, you some, know that. some people need to do some investing <laughs> you need to take a good look at your life if that is you, you I'm, I'm some things. like I am forever paranoid like of things like that and I have like invested in proper active wear because mm. I I know someone who works at the gym and they tell me the horror stories of like views they've seen. <laughs> I don't want to be one of those stories. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, what's your fashion story? So my fashion story is, you know, the candle company Trudon or Trudon. I don't know how do to not. pronounce it. It's this French brand. They do very fancy candles, really you know, lovely stuff. They have partnered up with Balmain to do oh. this like candle collaboration. You know They're both what? like French. Homeware brands are really trying to make it in different markets. I'm noticing at the moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly, especially like spreading like, into the homeware and yeah. like the things that there's got to be a good margin on candles. Like, oh, for sure yeah <laughs> like it's a bit of wax and perfume like you know <laughs> yeah I think once you get the blend right the manufacturing process is pretty straightforward yeah they- oh well that would be cool and I bet the I bet the um the container or like the glass that it's in will be beautiful yeah so the little advert that I saw was it's like black and yellow gold stripes around mm-hmm. the large glass holder whatever and then it has this like specially designed emblem because true on they have this gold kind of shield or like emblem on the front of their candles normally so they've taken that and they've kind of embellished it to make it very balma and okay. yeah i can it's for all those coffee table geeks out there with your tom ford books and your yeah. chanel like <laughs> all of that that black and white aesthetic for your coffee table the kind of like Chris Jenner aesthetic. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like they buy all these books and they've never read not one of them. <laughs> They're probably still in the plastic. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I thought that was, um, if listen, if I had the money, I'd buy it as well. I want to know what Balmain smells like. I guess oh, it'll nice. be one of their perfumes. Do they have a perfume? They, must they probably do. do. But I mean, it's not going to be one of their perfumes because I'm sure that is like copy written to, I don't know, whoever makes them, you know, their state lauders of the world. I don't know who. Yeah, I bet it'd be quite nice. Mm. So that's my fashion story. Lovely jubbly. Lovely jubbly. So I suppose we should get into what. <laughs> Should get into my story you take now. The lead. You take the lead. Okay. Hmm. Well, this is more about my experience working in a fashion-specific call center. Let's say you know when you um, order things and you need to call people up and like complain. And just my experience of coming into contact with really cringe customers. Really cringe. And I say cringe because 
I'm pretty sure these pe- actually I was about to say I'm pretty sure they wouldn't act like this in real life but you know when you come in contact with some really wealthy people mm-hmm. some people who are really entitled really fucking entitled yeah <laughs> the stuff they come out with you know is sometimes it's just pretty wild with the way they act yeah <laughs> and um so I thought I'd just like yeah recount one of a particular customer that springs to mind Amazing. um a few years ago um so I used to work set in the scene I used to work for an Mm e-retailer they used to do um specifically luxury fashion they had a really specific market um they operated like globally um it was multi-brand retailer um and they took care they had they owned a number of websites but they also took care of like even more websites so let's say they so power, would like, like manage. Yeah, it was a really big company and their whole thing was like digital. And so I worked in the department where we would handle like customer queries. We would handle customer orders, um, specific questions about product, about when their thing's going to turn up. You worked for um, the complaints department, basically. It was, that's that's it what was that ends up being. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. I remember I've spoken to a lot of... I have a soft spot for, a, like, a Texan. Beautiful accents. Oh, yeah. Friendly, friendly people. I mean, from over the phone. So I did have some good experiences. Um but it's not the good experiences that you uh, take with you. No, those are the things that stick with you. <laughs> it's the bad ones. <laughs> so I worked in this department and you kind of had to be on the ball because when, as you know, like when you work for a brand that's selling stuff that's really expensive, mm-hmm. you have to provide like a higher level of service to justify almost the price. Yeah. And as a result, because we used to bend over backwards for certain customers, not for certain customers, really for all customers, it just became what certain people would expect. Mm-hmm. But then there comes a time when some things are just not doable. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, of, Yeah. And, and also at the end, like this is what you always have to think when you're on a call with somebody else or like when you're trying to get something out of somebody and they can't do it like you're not normally speaking to the person who makes the rules. So you're just mm. doing what you've been told or what you've been told the parameters are. You're simply sort of the messenger normally. Mm. So then people forget that like, you can't promise heaven and earth until you've spoken to somebody else and seen what you can do or like whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. some things like money can't buy. <laughs> Listen, so one customer, I'll start off with a different one, actually, Ooh. which reminds me, a customer, and this happened a couple times. Um, I think I had a call. They came in from New York. So like okay. wealthy Manhattan customer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And America is a big place. It is a big country. Yeah, and, sure is. <laughs> and I remember at winter, there was heavy snow in New York yeah. one year. And people would just be like almost angry that their order would be a day late because (laughs) the actual truck that was bringing their stuff from the warehouse to their neighborhood was stuck in snow. And they would call 
and you would tell them like there are delays because of this heavy snowstorm that this you guys are experiencing weather mother nature had stepped in and was like you're not getting YSL today you're not yeah. getting Saint Laurent like you might have to wait until Monday and people would just be like this is unacceptable I have paid blah 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 and I've paid for um next day shipping Mm-hmm. and next day look mother nature doesn't care about your next day shipping ma'am like she doesn't you and have also, to wait like, nothing you say or you do like as in you not the customer is gonna change the delivery's like capability if that's what like say it's like a dhl a tnt fedex if they they're not gonna do it if they've told you they're not gonna do it they don't want to do it and they're I not know. gonna do it and at the same time it's like I don't even need to speak to the courier to know that I'm sure that they would like to deliver your stuff on time so they can go about their own business they'd like to go on (laughs) foot to make sure your YSL arrives in time I know and just people would kick off like that so you just I just ended up refunding so much shipping because I didn't care like after a certain point it's like Listen, before you even kick up a first listen, this is what I've done for you. I've returned your six pounds. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> Take a six pounds and stop complaining to me. Oh my. Was, um, it, was it literally that small of amount for the shipping? Well, I'm not going to... I'm not going to be like, oh, that's not a lot because no, but I like love some, free some, shipping. Yeah. And but, some, that is a lot. But like, you know, if you're paying a lot of money for something six pounds is not that much it isn't but I'm also of the belief I'd actually be really annoyed if I bought something from like Chanel and they tried to charge me shipping I'd just be like no I've just spent like five thousand pounds yeah exactly like you're getting (laughs) that to me for free (laughs) it works both ways doesn't it it's like you've even got so much money that you don't even remember that you paid shipping and it's not even a big deal or there's also some form of a it should be included (laughs) yeah yeah the thing is is like on multi-brand websites is that you really do get the wealthiest of wealthy people but you also get people who are maybe like kind of in the middle yeah like they know how to save their money they know how to be responsible they, they know money, when they, they spend, spend they spend sl- yeah they know they yeah. spent a significant amount so it's not like not every purchase is like a reckless purchase to people mm-hmm. but anyway so those sorts of customers but it's one in particular okay this customer she was greek okay <laughs> got a fiery she, side and she obviously we could see a customer profile like like you know their full name where they live their occupation stuff like that that they would put against their order or information that we kind of gathered over the years about them and she was um yeah she was greek and she was a professor Ooh. and she was the sort of customer now i got the privilege i say privilege the fucking nightmare of speaking to her out three times on the phone (laughs) and i tell you i think there were a couple screws loose with her because she (laughs) i don't want to like armchair diagnose this woman but seriously (laughs) and she would call multiple times like sometimes she would call multiple times in a day Mm. and then we'd go long stretches of like not hearing from her for like a month or something but as soon as that call came in it was like oh my god everyone in the office knew who this one was we all had experiences so I focused on like one particular website and I think that she just loved to shop on this particular website and she would call and she was like the most 
pernickety person. So she would ask about sizing. And at this time when I was working there, this, I don't know if I'm giving away too much, but this website was going through like major changes Mm -hmm. and it was a bit of a shit show. I'm not going to lie. So some of the information on the website used to be incorrect for a time. Okay. (laughs) And it's like, I know that. (laughs) <laughs> I've spent literally like months explaining this to customers, apologizing, yeah. refunding shipping because that's the way to like squash anything. So she would call and be like, so what's my, like, what would be my size in this item? And I would suggest something. And then she'd be like, but it says there in the notes that, you know, you should go a size down smaller. So why are you telling me that? Why, why are you telling me that I should get this size when it says here, it's clearly here that I should be doing this. And it's like, well then why are you asking me yeah why have you called me up (laughs) she would literally like want to talk to the manager and she would like scream she would scream down the phone oh my god (laughs) and she would call back just to speak to someone else or like obviously if you're like the last person who's dealt with a particular query that call would then be rerouted back to you kind Mm -hmm. of so that you could continue to deal with the same issue until it's completely dealt with and so she used to be like um why are you giving me this information when it says this and blah 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 blah. and and it got to the point where it was like if you hate us so much why do you keep shopping with us yeah why do you keep calling us are you lonely seriously Mm. are you lonely And it's just, I remember thoughts of like thinking to myself, I feel so sorry for her students because she must be like this in her lectures. And at one, like, obviously most of the time when you're dealing with customers, you're like, I completely understand. And this is the reason. And you're trying to keep cool, even though you're just like, your soul is so tired at this point. Yeah. Because, because even when you, before you pick up the phone and you see her name on the phone system, your soul crumbles yeah. <laughs> you're like why do I have to pick this call up it's gone it's gone to hide <laughs> yeah. so even before like you're just flattened at this point and it got to the point where my manager was like just tell her like you don't have to like take this shit from her yeah so I said to her like listen if you're going to continue like screaming and talking to me at this I'm gonna put the phone down on you and mm, she went berserk <laughs> Did you put it on loudspeaker for the office? No, I didn't. We didn't have like a loudspeaker option. But when she used to call, like the manager could also like get in on the call as well. They could like listen over as well. And I can't remember if I hung up or if she decided she was going to hang up. But it ended pretty soon after that, you know. And after it was like, ugh. I was knackered. It was like at the end Mm. of the day after taking like calls from all different types of people all day. But she was like, by far the worst person I've ever come across on the phone. I I really do feel to some extent that people do kick off so much more on the phone. Oh, for sure. Than they'd ever have the balls to if you were in a store in person. Say if I worked for, I don't know. Christian Louboutin and you go into their boutique and it's like really it's really plush and it's really like fancy for someone to walk in and act like that yeah most people don't you know no definitely not 
I just think it's kind of some people almost want to take their frustration out on you. That's what it feels like, doesn't it? When that happens, that someone's literally just decided that you're their punch bag. And because they can't see your face, that they can just act like that. And And it's simply not okay. And yes, some people are confrontational in a store environment. Mm. but there would be other people around I think I think it would be much easier for like a manager to come over and go like like can we take you somewhere else or like do you want to calm down yeah I think that on the phone it's always super tricky I've dealt with complaints before Mm. like not even in fashion I dealt with complaints in like um, a different company that I worked for a it was soul destroying like you said just continually knowing you were just going to be answering the phone to people who were disappointed because I normally dealt with people who hadn't been paid or paid correctly. Oh, yeah. So I, I wouldn't be happy either. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah, but I can yeah. do nothing about it. I don't have the power to change it. I have mm. to like ask somebody else to do that. And when people obviously speak to you like mud all day long and you're just like, mm. wow, like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the difference between being face to face or like in particular with fashion, like in a boutique, there's the security at the door, you know? And so people are just going to be escorted out the store, whereas on the phone. And I I also think if they, if they would maybe be embarrassed to be like that around other people, some people have no shame, but I would, (laughs) I would say that's like, like 2% would be like that. And I would say most people wouldn't have, like the gut like the guts to just behave like that in front of somebody like a at a desk at a till yeah but the thing is is like particularly with this customer is if i had such a bad experience with a company i just wouldn't yeah. shop there anymore but you know what she probably behaves like this with every company that she shops with yeah that's probably <laughs> so it's actually probably not anything to do with the company and it's probably everything to do with this person yeah. who like clearly has seen that as an example or something like that this like reign of terror <laughs> yeah Oh god. Oh my god. She was like it was like the sort of person that no matter how you reason with them or explain to them there's always something else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so Yeah, if you rectified like oh, it didn't arrive on the day that I wanted it to. Oh, well we've refunded you your shipping then. Well, and also there mm-hmm. was this problem. Oh, we can send you another one if that was, you know, faulty. Well, and yeah, yeah. also like there's always yeah. going to be something to try and trip you up or like Yeah. Yeah. And it's like they just want to rant. And then you get to the point where you're like, what do you want from me at this point? <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, another like cringe customer that comes to mind, it was another website, same company, but like another site. And it was like for a men's website. And I remember I started dealing with his query on my first week there. So I was like a fresh newbie. And you haven't found like your feet yet or your phone confidence yeah. yet. Yeah. And it's like, it's not that the phone conversation was terrible from what i remember it was just like you're still trying to figure out the systems and how things work and how to do things and what's the best way to get around issues so he um 
Now, when I said before, like this level of service that brands provide and then customers come to expect it is a big, it's part of the problem, <laughs> like directly relates to this. So this guy had bought this, it wasn't even a jumper. I think it was just a piece of knitwear. Like a, it was like a thin knit, you know, mm-hmm. and he had it for about a year or something he had it for a while yeah okay and I think it had developed a hole in it now I'm not saying that after a year your clothes should start getting holes in it especially when you spend how much he spent on like this cashmere blend like I don't know sweater or whatever it was from what I remember it was something like that but it wasn't like a chunky knit or anything and he obviously really felt passionate about this this piece of network because he um, wanted to send it back to us so that our like repair service seamstresses could like patch it up and like send it back to him. That's, I know. Like I'm not being funny. Yeah, so I genuinely was thinking about this the other day. Yeah. Okay. Knitwear. People need to be educated on knitwear. So okay. I please. Teach I us. wanted to do a, my degree in knitwear, um, but they cancelled that pathway as I arrived at university. Great. Mm. Um, but I spent a lot of time doing knitwear and worked for a knitwear company. And um, people don't realise that knitwear is just, it's one thread the entire, like mm. the entire way around a garment. Mm. So if you make a hole, it's not like, obviously most things are like thread and it's woven together, but it's such a tight weave and it's so different to knit Mm. like if if you make a hole in knit if you don't get that like straight away like it's pretty hard to mend it's pretty hard like you can't just pull that thread you know how you see people like they have a little thread loose on something and they just like pull it oh yeah yeah, yeah. you do that on knitwear like your garments ruined the whole thing's coming off and if you've bought an expensive piece of thin fine knitwear Mm. you have to treat that as if you're wearing like two denier tights like you know it's like yeah you've I got to you be really careful like knitwear is is such like I don't know I, I could go on and on but like knitwear's knitwear's a really tricky thing you really have to look after knitwear yeah so okay so yeah the company that I worked for did offer a service where they would like replace buttons and things like that for you yeah. so this wasn't outside the scope of what we offered yeah anyway so I instructed him on like him sending it back and all of that and I basically had to like select something on the system against his order like this return to say can you not issue him a refund I think I wrote the notes but I didn't trigger this action yeah because it was my first week like I didn't do it correctly things admittedly people make people make errors yeah and honestly it was like such a small thing to like it wasn't a big process that I left out it was like ticking a box (laughs) yeah so wrote the notes like don't issue him a refund he's passionate about this piece of knitwear this jumper this sweater this whatever he does not want a refund he wants a repair Mm-hmm. and so I was like yeah send it back it's all good blah 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 blah. now they held this item for ages he like reached out to me again to see what was going on and I said so you they, know, received it had, it it and had come stuff. back it had come back yeah and for some reason I don't know why this was taking ages but 
they then sent him an email saying, we are issue you a refund. No. <laughs> <laughs> For this item. And this guy's livid over this jumper. Bearing in mind, guys, they you know were willing. What, though? Well, yeah. I think if that happened to me, like, I'd first up to, but, oh, I think there's been a mistake, you know, it's just a repair. I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd go, like, straight away in with annoyed. I, like, it takes me, like, it, it would take me someone to reply and be a bit difficult for me to then be like, no. Yeah. I yeah. asked for a repair, not a refund. I think, yeah. Some people just uh, view mistakes as severe incompetencies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you incompetent fool. Like, how can you not get this right sort of thing? Can yeah. you can you hear the words that I am saying to you? Like, people get yeah, obnoxious yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. And I, I apologised to him and I said, for some reason they've issued you a refund. And I just want to make this clear that there was nothing special about this garment. i had seen this item i had seen pictures of it and there was nothing remotely but some people can get in my head it is like a japanese designer kind of like unusual garment where like there's barely anything of it in the first place and like that that's what i'm imagining in my head but anyway yeah i mean in my experience some people can really be overly passionate about the but it's the perfect shade of olive green yeah and it just I just feel like it complements my skin tone so much you're like oh god um so it was kind of like he just really liked this jumper um anyway if I I say all that to say that he could have had a full refund and repurchase the item mm-hmm. to have a brand new item. If not the exact same thing, then like the same brand, same item, maybe in a slightly different color or yeah. same. He could have had his 200 pounds, however much it cost. It was about that. And just bought something brand new. So okay. I'm so guessing. it's not like, it's not like we were, I was coming to him saying, oh, well, you've had this over six months. And so we can't issue a refund. Yeah. I wasn't giving, like, that wasn't the case. It was just like, he really wanted that jumper back with the hole stitched. <laughs> but I'm guessing then if it's gone in the refund pile, where's his jumper? Where did it go? Tell us the rest. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not going to lie. I can't remember if he ever got it back. <gasps> Oh I think it I, I remember telling them no because it doesn't go in like a pile of like yeah in my head like it's gone like, back like, <laughs> it just gone back gets home. thrown into like a landfill yeah. all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> the person who receives the return will trigger for money to be released sort and of I guess has order. to check it for problems and would see this hole in it yeah exactly and they've obviously seen my notes like this item is coming back. We know it has a hole in. I then told the, like on our system and stuff, like, no, you got to send it back. you got to send it back. So I think it happened. I mean, I never spoke to him again after he kicked off the final time about us. us oh, my God. You're trying to give me my money back. How dare you? <laughs> like, <laughs> I never, I never spoke to him after that. But I remember, like, in my email saying, you know, I've um, reached out to the returns team and I've instructed them again to, you know, fix your item and return it back to you. Um, let me know if I, if, um, if I can help you further. And he replied to me saying, you never helped me in the first place. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my gosh. I was like, oh, you just had to have the last word, didn't you? I literally have just been watching um, Australian Married at First Sight when one of the guys literally said that to somebody on the phone. He said like, I'd like to say you've been helpful, but you haven't. Like, (laughs) and he's he's an asshole. So like... Uh, who like who does that it's so is he like saying that said, to one of the experts the no it was it was someone helping him with his internet or something like that but oh like, god it's just there's just no way to speak like we all know sometimes people are unhelpful but you know what rise above that like oh and also pe- like you said people make mistakes like inco- it's not incompetence if like there's a little bit of a clerical error every now and then mm. um, and also went with quite an unusual request I guess for that company not many people would be returning things in that manner like most things that are being returned are being returned for a refund mm-hmm. um oh my gosh what are, like what um bitter grapes what bitter grapes sour grapes sour grapes sour grapes <laughs> bitter lemons he had oh honestly this guy I think he worked in the um theatre industry or something can you hear my squeaky squeaky door i can Sorry. that's okay it's so squeaky a balloon it needs, it being needs tortured to or something is it d db40 whatever that thing is oh the oil is it like oil yeah yeah i oh, could be completely it. wrong i'm but just put a little bit of olive oil on it <laughs> yeah i could do i mean we've survived this long with the store <laughs> leaving this place anyway but yeah so that was my um oh my overall story time of people are more horrible on the phone <laughs> they re- they really are they really really are I don't know if it's like I don't particularly enjoy having to call up and do those things so already you get yourself like you're not in the best mood no one's like happy to be ringing up like a mm. call center basically are they so it's well, like don't get me wrong like a lot of people that I did speak to just wanted size advice or they just mm. they would call just to get your opinion on something literally some people were actually cool or like can you can you redirect my order to somewhere else like some yeah people were cool but some people are just there for a fight yeah yeah and also they probably like have gone in all guns blazing like I know before you mm. know when you kind of know that you're in the wrong so like this guy with his jumper yeah. he's probably like they probably don't owe me fixing this or they mm. don't owe me a like he knows he's trying it but i'm gonna go in like a little bit difficult so that they just appease yes me. Oh like God, i think true. people know that works yes that is so true that reminds me of another story but um that was a completely different job but yeah <laughs> people do try to play their like if I go, if I go in tough, then I'm kind of going to get what I want, even mm. if it's not like company policy. But yeah, absolute weirdos sometimes. And it, and honestly, I am a strong believer. Like, if you have this money, enjoy yourself, spend it how you choose. It's sure. yours to enjoy. But sometimes used to be like, mate, there are bigger things in the world. <laughs> yeah, don't be stressing over over these things just take your money and buy your like specialist japanese knitwear whatever (laughs) like (laughs) but also it is so draining when you like i don't think people realize how horrible it is i'm somebody especially that things stay with me so if somebody speaks to me rudely on the phone 
that mm. genuinely is going to be a cloud on my day mm. and maybe not the whole day but definitely part of it and it's going to put me in a bad mood and I know it's there's that thing of like oh don't let like two minutes ruin your whole day but mm. sometimes it truly does because things sort of stick with you yeah so all the fun all the, all the fun yeah so your parcel will not get to you sooner if it's snowing. That's not a thing. And also at the moment, I think <laughs> I literally, because I've had to arrange something uh, for work this week with deliveries and all this stuff. It's like, we can't guarantee it because of COVID. It's just like every single delivery company's oh, yeah. like motto. Um, yeah. And to be honest, they've all, it's all happened quite well, but they've just got that list of disclaimer so yeah oh god with deliveries like we as i mentioned so the website was going through like lots of changes and so we had to kind of go through security processes again with customers that we've had for years and when you used to say to them like we we're going to need someone there to sign for your parcel because we're using new couriers it's not the same courier we had before it's someone different yeah they'd be like but I live in a nice neighborhood. No one's going to steal my parcel. Just leave it on my front steps. And we're like, we're doing this for you so that you don't turn around and say your stuff's been stolen. And, and also so that like <laughs> to protect, it's to protect the career. It's to, to protect you guys yeah. so that they can't accuse it not of not being like, you know, there's a, re- there's a reason yeah. like, don't get me wrong. I find it really annoying when my parcel won't be delivered. But I get it. Like, mm. I get that some people don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, but this whole, like, I live in a nice neighborhood and nothing ever happens here thing. It's like, great, like <laughs> I've got a doorman. It'll be fine. Yeah. You know, literally, I've heard my doorman will sign for it. My doorman this, my neighborhood that. Yeah. Cool story. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my story. Oh, difficult customers. Oh. Sit back down, Karen. Yeah. A lot of Karens <laughs> before. They were like baptized Karen. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Well, at least you at least you're not having to do that now. Oh my god, I count my lucky stars each and every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone who does that kind of a job for a long stint, I take my hat off to because stuff like that really like can bog you down. Mm, and also yeah. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of being on the phone in the first place so yeah you're not you've never been no I'm like, i mean i'm surprised you just have to man up but i'm surprised you even do the zoom call with me <laughs> <laughs> i'm not the best. i'm not privilege. the best on the phone so you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> so next week we're gonna we're gonna take on a topic again mm-hmm. um and then the week after that we'll have we'll be graced with your story time or someone else's story time more yeah let's get let's get um some emails in so in either case thank you guys once again for listening to style over substance i've been mim and i've been scarlet see you next week take care guys Bye. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.